Welcome to a very special edition of the Friendly Fire Show. There's no number. We'll put this out whenever we feel like it. But before yep. June, because, Ben, this is our E3 spectacular prediction show. Preview show. Guesses, really. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing this in uh, early April. So uh, if we get everything right, be very impressed. If, if we get, get everything- anything right, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I'm Steve from Survivor. I should have said that before. I'm Ben from Survivor. And we're sitting in the same room, which is probably why it's like echoey and not great quality, but whatever. Deal with it. It's a special treat. If we have worse quality when we're in the same room instead of over the internet, that will be shocking. Well, we're using the omnidirectional mic instead of speaking directly into it. That's true. So, uh, just no one cares about that. Why am I even talking about that? Ben, kick us off with this E3 stuff that we're doing. Well, what they might care about is we're just going to go through each of the main publishers, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we don't have a, we don't have a big three. We don't have a big two this year. Well, let's start with Sony. There's nothing. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Done. We have a big three. Uh, we've done one. <laughs> the next one, Xbox, who kind of take center stage this year. They'll probably get more limelight than usual. Well, they're the only of the big three that aren't doing like a pre-recorded or nothing. Um, press briefing kind of thing. They're doing a live on stage dealio. So you would hope that they take advantage of the situation and hopefully do a new Xbox. But, you know, I, at the very least, I guess we might get the discless Xbox One S or something ridiculous. But well, I think we'll hear about that before E3 because they won't want that to be a major thing. That's true. Um, I think they would definitely, the rumors are anyway, there's going to be two Xboxes announced at E3. One being more cloud focused and one being more powerful as the current boxes are basically to replace them. What do they call them? The Xbox t- two? What's the code name again? Scarlet? Uh, Is that this? Scarlet and something else. There's a couple code names. I don't know what they're going to call them. They're going to have to probably make sure they sound the same so people realize they're playing the same game. So Nintendo 3DS family system, something like that. <laughs> I think they should just call it Xbox. Like, the numbering is broken. Let's just... It'll have to be something, though, it. because there's going to be two different options. So it can't be Xbox S and Xbox X. It'll be, it's got to be something. Xbox Cloud and Xbox Disc. Real box. <laughs> the Xbox. box does the work. Xbox Box. Hey, Xbox Box. Oh, that's a good name. <laughs> um, outside of hopeful potential new consoles that... Maybe help Microsoft to get a leg back up on the competition. What do you mm. kind of expect in terms of games? Well, I think we'll see Halo again. <laughs> we already know about that, but I think we'll probably hear that's going to be cross-gen. I don't see them now saying it's not coming to Xbox One, but right. it's clearly got to be probably, unless it comes out this year and surprises us, I think it will be next year as a launch title on Xbox Box and Cloud. So And PC because and it's a first-party game and they're all play anywhere now, aren't they? Isn't that the rule? I thought so. Um, well, I thought so too, but there's a lot of things which you're not actually playing anywhere. That's true. So I think that'll be a big one. I'm not sure what we'll get in terms of new stuff. I think we'll probably see like a Sea of Thieves update, which no one will really care about. Yeah. Um, we'll see all of the stuff that the new studios are working on. It might be very early days on the initiative and like Ninja Theory is now. Microsoft Studio. I don't know if they have anything that'll be ready to go, but we'll get some sort of glimpse of it. I think they'll have stuff. They announced them as new partners or they acquired them last year. That was the big announcement. So 12 months down the track, we're going to have to see what they've been doing. Yeah. Well, it, it's that weird balance of I hated Sony's press conferences of late because they've 
started talking about games that aren't coming out for years and years and years. And that's maybe a reason why Sony isn't doing a press conference this year because we're sick of hearing about The Last of Us 2 and all these games that we've just been hyped up for over and over. We'll get at some point. But Microsoft kind of has to do that to a certain extent because they don't have anything ready to go. So they need to keep your interest up. So they need to start talking about like the initiatives game, but it's only been in development for a year. So you might get a bit burnt out, I think. If they play their cards too openly, but they also need to make a big impact. So I would say the safe bet is Forza Motorsport Eight. <laughs> I think was the last one eight. Yeah, nine. Gears, <laughs> Gears five, four, five, six, five. We've only had four. Yep. Uh, I can guarantee those are going to be there. I would like to see. What would you like to see that you don't expect? Um, what would amaze you? The Battletoads game being any good. I think, because mm. I don't think that's going to be very good, to be honest. Um, I would love Alan Wake 2, but I know that's not going to happen. But uh, no, it's if, not. if we're talking wish list, that would be neat. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of ha- I want to see something about xCloud. I want to see if they haven't already rolled together their subscription services. I want to see that being a definite thing. I think we'll definitely get that. We'll get some more clarity on what we're doing with Xbox Live and Game Pass in the future, because... Really, you should have both. We talked about that in a previous episode that we, we have too many subscriptions. I think we actually made it so Microsoft started thinking about rolling them together. Yeah. I think that we a were A few that- days later, they finally announced that that's a good idea. We were that change, that driving force. Yeah. Influencers, so, Ben, look at us go. They probably will announce that beforehand, I'd say, but... Yeah. It'll be mentioned again on stage when Phil rocks up in his Battletoads t-shirt and his blazer, he will <laughs> say something about how great Game Pass is. Of course he will. Um... I think we can probably move on to Nintendo, I guess. That's the last of the big three. Um, so the rumor there is that we're going to get two new Switches. Yeah. Probably announced. Even though they'll do their directs before E3, it's the equivalent of their E3 conference. It happens at E3, basically. Um, they will want to be, after totally fluffing the Wii U and not showing what it was, they'll want to be careful. They make it clear what the difference between the two are. Yeah. So if one of them can't be played on tv they've gone through so much effort to show the switch and all the marketing that it can be played on tv and it is a full handheld and it's own thing and it's not a controller um they want to make sure they don't accidentally undo some of that yeah make it clear again especially now that reggie's not there mr bowser is coming in so okay. <laughs> that's so good that's like yeah we might get a different take on some things he was born to lead or take over i guess well yeah he's, he was he's born to kidnap the princess um I think in terms of games, it'll be pretty standard Nintendo of late. So we'll see like one big highlight game with maybe some like little side hustles there. Um, Pokemon would probably Pokemon be, will it. be the big game. Animal uh, Crossing maybe too. I don't know if that's too early for that. I think there'll be something new that we don't know about as well. Yeah. The Metroid Prime trilogy collection has been rumored for so long and pretty much everyone said it's definitely done. It's made. They just haven't announced it. Probably because they didn't want to announce it too close to the delay of Metroid Prime 4 or the restart of development, I should say. Yeah. So I think they'll, I think they're probably saving it now for an E3 announcement. Mario Kart 9? I don't think so. No? Alright. I don't think so. Well, Maybe, unless they want to go head to head with, uh, Crash Team Racing. Is that what it's called? I forgot. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. That's right. Featuring the tracks from Crash Nitro Kart. Maybe they do want to compete with that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what we'll see. We'll see. There is a new Zelda coming out this year, of course. A remake. 
And there's um, other ones rumored now too, isn't there? Yeah, other like showing up in Best Buy. Yeah, well, Best Buy leaders or something. A bunch of Nintendo games last <laughs> E3. Classic Best Buy is their thing these yeah. days. Well, so it's it's between them and Walmart to like just completely ruin E3 for everybody before it happens. Yeah. Well, Link's Awakening, which is the Game Boy game, is the announced game that's being remade. They've already shown that. Then Best Buy said a Link to the Past is coming to uh, Switch, which is obviously the Super Nintendo game. Um, quite possible they just wrote the wrong thing. Yeah. Or maybe we are getting it because there's also the rumor that Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are coming to Switch. They're already on Wii U. That would be an easy one. Well, looking at Nintendo's past of doing this, especially in light of no virtual console, like, yeah, I think it's pretty I don't much know if we want given. four Zelda games in one year because there's also that indie Zelda, Zelda fans <laughs> certainly want four <laughs> Zelda games at all times. Pick which one you want. Pretty much. Uh, it would be nice to see, now that Retro Studios is working on Metroid again, what were they doing for the past five years? So, Oh, man. Quite possibly they have a game ready to go and announce and release this year. That would be cool. I think it's unlikely. I think they just weren't doing anything. I don't know. Or they've cancelled <laughs> it. I don't know. They were doing something and it was horrid, so they've just scrapped it completely. Well, they released Donkey Kong on Wii U in 2014. Then they ported it to Switch last year and... They haven't done anything else. I think they helped with a Mario Kart track or something, but they haven't really done anything. So they must have a game ready to go. Well, time will tell, Ben. We'll find time out will soon. Tell. I think the most exciting thing from Nintendo is there's going to be no Reggie. There's no Iwata. It's going to be a different presentation. Hmm. Will Bowser do it? Will someone else? It'll be Bowser. It will be. It, it has, has to be Bowser. Um, in the same vein, I guess, of Nintendo, we might as well just skip right to... Uh, EA in terms of people who are kind of at E3, but Around kind of corner. like just beside it, trying to leverage that, but not wanting to. But they're not doing a conference this year, so they're just doing many small streams, which is quite annoying <laughs> if you want to watch it home. If you looked at last year's effort from EA, they uh, sucked, really. It's like, uh, Respawn's making a Star Wars game, we think. Like, here's the title, I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh did did you know that we make sports games? So uh, here's Madden, and here's some FIFA and again. They're on Frostbite because that's good for them, not because it's, it's helping us save a lot of money. And here's Anthem. It's everything <laughs> that it's not actually going to be, but you're really excited by it, right? So if you're developing Anthem, here's what it is. Uh, oh, please make this. So maybe that's why they're not doing an E3 conference. I think it's probably smart on their part. And like it's the, I think it's the same kind of reason that Sony isn't. It's like, we don't have anything really to show. We don't want to try to generate all this hype for yeah they can do streams on fifa and nhl and madden and just each game get its own half an hour ea play showcase thing and i will not be watching any of those things probably because you're not what's the point yep. that was easy <laughs> what's next you EA is easy uh well <laughs> ubisoft will have quite a lot of stuff probably ubisoft will-, will of course start off with just dance 2020 yes because if the- they don't i'll be Horribly upset. The big game. Yeah. Um, so, we're probably not going to have an Assassin's Creed. In fact, we're definitely not because they told us we won't. Correct. Which is nice. I'm glad they're kind of keeping to that. Not every year. Not inundating us and getting fatigue kind of thing happening straight away. Yep. So and Assassin's Creed's been like super solid. So then we might even see like some DLC maybe for... Oh, <coughs> Ooh, it's already had quite a lot. So maybe. I think it's... I think the last set of DLC is supposed to come out around... June, if I remember correctly. So 
And they've also just released the Assassin's Creed 3 remaster. So even if there isn't a new game this year, which there won't be, we've still had an Assassin's Creed come out this year. That's they just true. can't help themselves. It has Too to be one every year. Because Liberation was packaged in that as well. Yeah. Um, I think we'll see a lot of Division 2 stuff because they're really committed to that year long, year long thing of path of thing. There'll be that. There'll be a Rainbow Six Siege update. Of probably. <laughs> we'll hear about Skull and Bones, which I actually wasn't that keen on forever. Um, but it was actually pretty enjoyable when I had a mm. quick hands on at E3 last year. So the thing that I don't quite understand is that I think it's one of those games where it's like Anthem. They're not entirely sure what it is just yet. That's a worry. So you like are on the boat and you're shooting at things and it's like, ah, the boat stuff from Assassin's Creed. And then it's like you can take over other boats and like pillage them. I'm like, oh, does that mean like you get to like, do you turn into a character and you get to go over there and like take stuff? He's like, no, you kind of just get stuff from it. So like you hit a button and an instant, like just pretend it goes over and takes all the things and comes back. And it's like, oh, okay. So like you really, your character is a, a pirate ship. You're not like the captain of the pirate oh, okay. ship per se. It's weird. Like I think if they figure out exactly what they want to do with it, it might be pretty enjoyable. I hope they've looked at Sea of Thieves and thought we need to have more direction. <laughs> they've got a little, they've got the advantage of being able to see what they've done and the fact that at launch, a lot of people said, what do we do in this game? And they said, oh, you make your own fun. You go do stuff. You drink and you do things with other pirates. Like, yeah, but what do we actually do? Like, oh, we don't have any missions. You grief randoms, <laughs> I guess, and then take your board and then you stop. So hopefully they've looked at that and thought we need to have <laughs> some content in our game. And I agree. Um, You'll see some Beyond Good and Evil, which I think is good and bad. Like, it's another one of those games that's, like, way too out to, like, out in terms of, like, well, be that down far. in they, the calendar. They've been working on it for a while, I'd say. So they might have something to show. I don't think we'll get it this year, but we will oh, no. see gameplay, potentially. Well, last, like, so they had this big thing. They had a trailer last year, and then they showed us the game. But it wasn't really the game. It was, like, here's this little hub world, and, like, the world, like, it was like a little city and it was all like developed and looked amazing. And then they pulled out and mm. we were like looking at kind of like the continent that that world was on. And they flew out there and was like interacting with it as if it was just like a city. So like trying to give you scope. And then they pulled out again and you saw like the world and then you were in a spaceship and then they pulled out again and it was like, Oh, it's the galaxy. So like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's really cool technology, but where's the game? Yeah. Like <laughs> how does the mission work? What's going on? So I don't know. Like, I, it looks cool, but I don't know what it is as a game right mm. now. And I tried playing Beyond Good and Evil one. I didn't play it before, and I'm just like, I don't. Quite I think I played it at the this. time when it came out <laughs> on. Was it GameCube or PS2? I played it on. I can't remember, but it was a big thing at the time. So I see why people are excited for it. It's probably hard to get into now. It's pretty bit dated. Even the HD version on 360, I think. Yes, which is backwards compatible. Worth a try if you haven't played it, but it would be yes. In need of an update. It didn't captivate me. Mm. But uh, we'll probably get some new stuff, something big that will fill the Assassin's Creed slot, I would yep. say, that we don't know about yet. Whether it has... Watch Dogs 3. Well, that is probably. the rumor. Oh, I, hope not. I think I saw a rumor about that. It was set in London. So this has to be a very strong chance, I would say. Probably. On the schedule. Uh, or something with Tom Clancy in the front of it. Oh, uh, what? I, <laughs> that's not Ubisoft at all. Well, if they're going to do that, I would love a Splinter Cell because it's been a while. I reckon we're long overdue for one. We are. It's probably 2013 or so, the last one. And they did that weird whole, like, just unnecessary tease with, like, Michael Ironside being like, oh, yeah, I'm coming back. Don't worry about it. 
Like, okay, well, are you? Because you were in like one mission of Ghost Recon Wildlands. That doesn't count. We want a new Splinter Cell game. Mm. So hopefully that's happening. And maybe something new. They <coughs> Recent years, Ubisoft has liked to say we had Skull and Bones. We had Ferrano a few years ago. They've liked to say we've got something new. It's not just our existing IP. We had The Division, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I think we will probably see that continue and there will be something that we've never heard of before. Cool. And the good thing is, I guess, good point uh, in time to mention that I went with Ubisoft last year and you're going with Ubisoft this year. So yes. Yay. Thanks, Ubisoft, for sending us to E3. If you're game shit, we're still going to say it. But anyway. Yes. Give us them to sell. Hopefully yeah. they're not <laughs> shit, but we'll see. Um, next. Bethesda, I would say, would be yeah. the other um, press conference or showcase that we will get to see. And weirdly, they've already come out and said, we're not talking about the Elder Scrolls 6, we're not talking about Starfield, and I don't really care about Elder Scrolls, but I really, really wanted to know more about Starfield. Well, because they went full Sony with those and announced them five years before they're coming out, so that is why. (laughs) Um, It's kind of weird that they announced it last year. It was almost just like they wanted to say, you keep spamming us saying, where's Elder Scrolls 6? We're going to make it. That's all they had to say. We've been too busy making 18 ports of Skyrim. But hey, guys, now we've put it out on everything, including (laughs) Apple Watch. Now Uh, that it's out on Smart Fridge or whatever we've got to. Yeah, now we can actually work on a new game. Uh, I think the Starfield one was because it was rumored for like two years in a row and they didn't address it. And then I can't remember when Obsidian did their... No, that was this last year at the Game Awards, wasn't it? So they announced Starfield before Obsidian came out and said, hey, we're the guys who made Fallout New Vegas. Everybody loves that game. Everybody wanted us to do a new kind of Fallout game. Well, we're not. We're just going to go off and do our own thing. It's yeah. basically Starfield, but you get it out like way before Starfield comes out. So, ha! Um, which is bad for Bethesda, but I'm excited for both of those games. What I would like to see is less awkwardness (laughs) in their conference, because last year they had... Who did they have before? Elder Scrolls Online guy is the worst at every year. It's the same dude. He comes out. He's still as nervous as the last year. He's had so much experience doing these things by now. He should just knock it out of the park. That guy makes it awkward. Yes. And they also have forgotten now who it was. They had a performer, someone who came on stage. Andrew WK or whatever. That's right. Dude. Yeah. It was weird. The audience, because I wasn't there. I was, did you go live to the? No, I didn't go to any press conference live okay. this year or last um, year. Yeah, it, <clears throat> watching the stream, it felt very low energy, and this guy's trying to rev people up, but it just wasn't working. And it really, we didn't need this. Just mm-hmm. talk about the games. Well, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of sick of being talked to rage, talked at about rage two. Well, that will be out already, so Good. we won't see that. Oh, I probably. bet you they will, though. They have this weird knack of trying to oh, yeah, they boost do. their... Because they don't have... It's that weird thing where they probably have enough for a press conference, but they probably don't at the same time, so they kind of pad it out with... This just yeah. came out. Check it out. You can get Aussie Man reviews being... Soundtrack on your rage. Okay, good. They probably don't quite have enough because they do, you're right. They do revisit stuff quite often. Yeah. Um, the old style of like 2003 E3 where they would talk about stats and how great we are. Because they're padding it out. So Rage is out by then. Is yeah. the Wolfenstein game out by then? Um, I don't think so, but I mean, that's a little spin-off one. That's not a full release. So how much can they possibly talk about? Well, then what else would they have? So they're not going to talk about the two games everybody wants them to. They will talk about Elder Scrolls card game, definitely. Uh, <laughs> and Elder Scrolls mobile game, which just hit early access and no one cares. Uh, Wolfenstein is in July. <laughs> so that'll definitely. So be that there. will be a big component of it. I get. I bet it'll just be like buy this game out in a week. So they'll have a couple of new things probably. Um, but yeah, they probably need to show 
some quality stuff because a few years ago everything Bethesda touched was high quality except for all the glitchiness but they, yeah. they published a lot of great games the last couple of years have been pretty down for them really mainly Fallout oh, 76 and just bad choices surrounding Fallout too like not even like the game itself but just like the stupid yeah. nylon bag thing and banning people for finding stupid like developer rooms that they didn't hide very well because they basically just took an offline game and decided to make it online and people mm. found the same glitches that they were finding in Fallout 3. Um, so yeah, well, they have published quite a few other developer stuff recently, so I think we'll hopefully get something from someone that we don't know about yet and it's a quality single-player <laughs> game. That's what Bethesda needs when people... Yeah, oh, they, that was their niche and they were really, really, really proud of that at some point and then I don't know why Fallout 76... Elder Scrolls and Fallout have to be online and that hasn't really worked. <laughs> That's why they have specifically an Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Just keep it there. Thanks very much. Um, I know it didn't work very well for EA because it kind of came off as like ingenuine and completely insincere. But like, I think they started last year trying to apologize for them being EA. And it was kind of this hollow apology from Andrew Wilson. I think Bethesda kind of needs to start with something like that. I think this year just to. Be kind of address that people are pissed off. It's like, yeah, we actually hear you. Sorry. I know it's hard to craft something like that, but. Yeah, I can't imagine Pete Hines saying something like that because he's always a little bit that kind of touch of arrogance where he's kind of like, yeah. we are great and we're smashing it. <laughs> uh, but, but Todd and, Howard would do it very well, I reckon. And it wasn't really his fault. He's it been working on Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield. <laughs> True, but. Eh. He's the face of game studios. That's true. He's probably say, the say best sorry. one. Him and his cool blood, the jacket, will come out and say, don't worry about it. We've got good games coming. They're just five years away. Stop, guys. Sorry about that. Yep. Um, anything else with Bethesda? I don't think so. I really, That's the one that I really don't know what they're going to show. I don't have a lot of expectations, and they're not very high as a result, but maybe they'll do something nice and surprise us. That'd that would be, be cool. great. Uh, who else do we have? Activision is going to have probably a quiet E3. Yeah. Um, they'll have COD, of course. Yeah. Which is Infinity Ward's turn. I think we're probably getting the uh, Modern Warfare 2 remaster. Yeah. Based on the fact that they did one three years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Call of Duty. I reckon well, they will officially, if not tell us before then, that they're going to branch Blackout out into its own kind of free-to-play space because I don't think they compete with the likes of Apex Legends and no, Fortnite and... Without something like that? If they release <laughs> a new one in each Call of Duty every year, it's just going to kill it. Because yeah. your Fortnite, your Apex, they, they're they going to keep playing as a free-to-play game for years to come. You can't have a new one that replaces your old one every year for a Battle Royale. Uh, but it means we're going to have three Call of Duty games, probably, from yeah. Activision this year. And they'll probably do something with mobile, which was announced but isn't out yet. So you can, I think you can pre-register. That's for right. It. So four Call of Duty games. There you go. I don't know what else they'll have. In Crash Team Racing. Crash Team Racing. Though. And a lot of stuff for Destiny 2. Oh, wait. They don't have Destiny 2 anymore. Not no. that. Um, They'll probably be Sekiro DLC. Probably. And maybe, hopefully, something new, which would be good. Well, now that they've cut loose with Bungie and they don't have any Destiny, they're going to have to fill that with something. Yeah. Well, And they've got stu- studios like High Moon and, well, Beanox just did Crash Team Racing. But they have, like... Some decent studios that don't seem to be doing a lot right now. So hopefully they're actually doing something that we don't know about. 
Hmm. Well, yeah, that one's hard to speculate on. <laughs> it really is. They've run out of uh, PS1 games to remaster. We've got all the Crash Little Spyros and now Crash Racing, so... And I'm kind of sick of those anyway. Can we just get something new? Like yeah. a new Crash game perhaps would be cool, but... It would be interesting. Who knows? They may do that with how popular it's been. Well, you kind of think if they're trying to, like, get it, you know, front and center in your brain and trying to, like, resurge... Have a mm. resurgence for the the IP that they would do something with that afterwards, but yep. maybe Crash Team Racing is enough. It won't surprise me if we get to the Activision booth and it's just look at our four Call of Duties. So <laughs> could be probably probably actually. Well, you'll find out. <laughs> uh, while we're on predictable publishers, Two K is just going to be a gigantic Borderlands Three yeah. booth. I don't think they'll have anything else. NBA Two K. That's right. I that's forgot it. about NBA. <laughs> and maybe a little corner reserved for wrestling. And <laughs> here's Civilization on Switch. Remember we released that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish they'd do something cool again. Like Spec Ops The Line. Just something like that's just weird and you don't think you're going to like it. And it's mm. neat and surprising. I don't think we're going to get anything like that though. So yeah, It's going to be all about Borderlands. <laughs> which does bring up the point. Quite often, Xbox and PlayStation shared third-party gameplay footage or trailers. It's all Xbox this year. So if you want that space, either you have to have your marketing with Xbox, yeah. which a lot of games like COD, for example, hasn't been with Xbox they, for a long time because they moved to PlayStation. Yeah. So um, something we hadn't really thought about is losing PlayStation loses that big exposure to the third parties. That's true. So, yeah. I can't imagine they're thrilled with PlayStation at that. No, I mean, they can release their own trailers, but E3 just kind of gets your one big audience together. Well, and if everyone's doing it individually now, you m- people miss It's stuff. too noisy. Yeah, okay. like there's too much going on. You need a little highlight moment at Microsoft. So I think we'll see Borderlands with an Xbox logo at the end of its trailer, mainly because they want to be in that conference. I agree. Um, I'm not sure if Warner Bros. <laughs> will have much. What are they doing these days? Uh, last year they had, <coughs> excuse me, they had Lego Batman, no, what is it? Lego DC Super Villains, and they had Hitman 2. Mm. And Mortal Kombat comes out in April. Yep, so they probably won't have that. And NetherRealm will be doing DLC and stuff, so it's not like we're going to get a surprise in Justice 3 or something. Um... Probably get a whole bunch of Lego games that no one cares about because there's too many of them at this point. Uh, what else do they have? Nothing too exciting at the moment, really. Not much. They could have something new like they did with Hitman last year. Not a new game, but a new publisher. <laughs> I would love that Flash game that never happened. That would be cool. Like, not a Flash game, but like a game about <laughs> the Flash, you know, like Zip Zip Zoom Flash. I don't think you're going to get that. Fast but... running Flash. Well, hey, wish list. I want, I want a Flash game. I want a good Flash game. Okay. Or I'll take another Batman game, actually. That would be fine. It has been a while. Or that Superman game. Yeah, what's Rocksteady doing? Rocksteady is doing something. We'll hear about it at E3. There you go. I reckon. That'll be their big... It'll be some sort of DC superhero-related thing that isn't Lego. Well, we'll have to hear about it in the Xbox conference, so... I guess so. Or via a press conference, or a press release that... Their own thing. It could be in the PC gaming show, which no one ever watches. So I don't know what they announce in those. They're just going to take over Devolver Digital's uh, press conference and just go first-party games. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, too, the indie showcase. (laughs) Anyhow, actually, you're right, yeah, Rocksteady. So Warner Bros. could actually have a pretty big... Yeah, it'll be whatever that is. It'll be It's probably going to be a Superman game, let's be honest, in the style of Batman Arkham. There is space for them to have a real big 
uh, booth this year because for people who haven't been to E3, there's two halls. One of them was traditionally basically just Xbox, Nintendo, and PlayStation, and the other one is everyone else. Yeah. Without PlayStation, there is going to be a pretty big hole to fill. So if anyone wants to stand up and take it, um, yeah, do it. This would be the year where you can easily have a giant booth. I remember a few years ago, EEA used to have kind of a front when you walked in, you get smacked in the face by FIFA and Battlefield or whatever. Yeah. They've moved out. I don't know what was there last year. When I went a couple of years ago, it was 2K to that spot. Yes. Did they take it last year? I can't remember. I think... No, I think... Square Enix moved up? Maybe. I can't remember anymore. It's... There were a lot of people and I was very angry at the time. Just I was trying to like wade through people. So I was just... If you had a new game that was just being announced like that day and that was where your booth was, that opening slot and you kind of people would walk in and oh, see this game Capcom that they didn't even know it, was out. I think, with Resident Evil 2 they had this like giant oh, RE2 thing with like cop cars and zombies and you walked in and it was like the RPD it was really cool hmm. yeah uh, well we may as well move on to Square Enix alright uh, Final Fantasy Something. remakes remasters god they better talk about 7 at this point because it's been way too long and they're when was that game. announced was that 2014 I think so before RE2 was, for sure. I think it was a long time ago. I feel like I was there. Yeah. Um, and then we've sort of, like, I can't I can't even keep up with it anymore. I think they said that it took so long to do the remaster, they were going to release it as, like, two parts. And then I think maybe that... It was going to be episodic or something. I don't yeah. know. No one is it, is it? I don't know. It shouldn't be. Like, just make this release... When they announced it, I don't think they'd started any development. It got the biggest cheer I've ever heard at E3, and (laughs) where is it? We haven't heard anything. We haven't really seen it at all since. Well, if they were smart, they will do a Capcom, because Capcom did the RE2 thing last year, and it's pretty much, well, not ready to go. It took six months to get it out, but, like, we went from hearing nothing about it, not really expecting much, to getting a crazy trailer, a whole bunch of gameplay that looked fantastic, and then the hype train just... Went up and up and up until January came around. So yeah. I hope they do that. Long uh, Yeah, I'm not sure what else they would have. No. That's what people want to hear about anyway. Kingdom Hearts came out. What else does Square Enix do? Nothing. Tomb Raider. There, there won't be another Final Tomb Raider. <laughs> there won't be... Oh, Warner Brothers was Just Cause, wasn't it? But that's out. There won't be Just Cause 5. Was that Warner Brothers or was that Square Enix? I can't remember. Oh, no, it's Square Enix. It's Square Enix. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, yeah. Either way, that's not coming, so that's fine. No. Um, I guess there's more Life is Strange episodes coming later, so they could show that. It's really worth it, though. Uh, yeah. They didn't even have Life is Strange last time. They had Captain Spirit. Oh, yeah. They didn't yeah. talk about how it connected through. So they had Life is Strange was at... And that was like a, this is out now type thing, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that was cool. We need more of those, this is out now moments. Well, every year, that's my prediction, is we're going to have more of those, and they don't really happen. Well, yeah, kind of sad, because I think we need those. That's that's the most exciting thing. And it doesn't have to be like a full-fledged release. I think the Captain Spirit thing was really good, and that it was a short, little demo-y kind of experience, but it was really fun to play. Um, with Resident Evil 7, they put out that... Oh yeah, the teaser, first hour. hour. Yeah, which was really neat as well. So it wasn't the game, but it kind of gave you a little taste of what to expect and got everybody really excited and working together to try to solve puzzles and stuff. So it doesn't have to be a full game. It can just be something neat. Developers, publishers. Have something ready. Do something neat. 
Uh, well, while we're talking about Resident Evil, Capcom. Yep. I think we'll see RE8. Do you? Yeah. That'd be actually, it's a great time to follow it. They've had two teams working on the different things, so I think it's probably going to be in the style of Resident Evil 7, which is bad, because now that I've played a third-person, over-the-shoulder, mm. scary RE game again, I think I'd rather that than the first-person stuff. But, but then that can come to Switch VR with the cardboard that you stick oh. to your face. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but it was still, like, RE7's really, really good, so if I get a game like that, or in that kind of vein, I'm I'm happy. I think they'll do that. Do you think they will confirm they're working on a Resident Evil 3 remake? Yeah. They would be stupid not to. I think they'll be doing it, but they they want to tell people. Yeah. Well, but I figure a lot of the work on RE2 is trying to figure out what they wanted to do, not then doing it, if that makes sense. So a lot of rumors that it was going to be like a first person thing or it was going to, you know, take all these elements and they, in the end, just kind of made it look like a fancier version of RE2, which was what they're supposed to have done. But now that they have that kind of formula done, a lot of RE3 takes place in RE2 anyway. So like some of the assets are already done. Like I think they could churn out three a lot quicker. So I think they could mention it. Yeah. And they probably started it already. So it's like, Announce it now, release it 2020. Yeah. That's yeah. A lot of Resident Evils. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's Capcom. They're apart from, well, it's Capcom and Resident Evil. Like, they've put out RE4 on, like, Skyrim, everything that is possibly able to play a video game. So. That's true. They don't know self control or restraint. Well, that would have just come out on Switch the month before. So. That's true. And a whole bunch of RE games are coming to Switch in May. RE0, RE. Uh, four definitely is. Yeah, and I think... That'd be original. I think the Resident Evil remake. Yeah. Yeah, zero, RE, and four. Yeah. So basically, everything that was done 15 years ago <laughs> is now coming to Switch. Correct. Well, but that's the case of the that's Switch standard. in most cases. Yeah. This game has been out for a year and everything else. Now Xbox come and PlayStation Switch. just got Resident Evil 2, so Switch gets Resident Evil 4. It sounds better if you just say it like that. Yeah. Switch their head. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, not directly a publisher, but I think probably the biggest game based on last year is going to be Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. And I love it. And I want you to see it and love it as much as I did. Are we going to get a release date this year? Yes. I think it's been a while now. They announced it like five years ago. I think so too. And it was weird. Like, you did you like The Witcher? Yes. Yes. Did you ever see The Witcher 83? I can't remember. I think I, I would have done. I reckon I saw it four times, and it didn't really click how good it was going to be until maybe like the fourth time. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, it's just like fantasy RPG. Bleh. But now that I know how good The Witcher was, and I've already seen Cyberpunk, like it's nice being able to have seen Cyberpunk and like appreciate it from the get go, rather than kind of build into said appreciation. So. It's neat. It was kind of one of those things as well where they were showing you a lot of systems working together, but not yeah. showing it how that made it a game. But well, and if they do it like the Gamescom demo where media got to see it, there was no, it wasn't shown at all outside. So you just had to read what people thought about it, basically. I don't know what the influencers did, but there was no filming of it. <laughs> yeah. But then like three days later, then they released the whole video online. So if you couldn't go, you could still watch it. But there was that little period where you could just go back to the old school style and read what people thought of it without being able to see it. The weirdest thing 
at those presentations. Like it's just very Polish. It gets up in its own little private room and you go in and like there was 50,000 people like trying to scan their way into the actual presentation bit. So there's just like way too many people. And then people found out that they were giving like the little cyberpunk collector's edition thing if you went and saw it. So then even more people were trying to like squeeze in and get in. And there's this like giant bar and these like just really burly Polish people just being like, ah, have a drink. It's like, okay, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. That sounds very hungover, but um, cool. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> and so we had, that was our first year that we were doing the, um, E3 game awards judging or whatever that thing is called. We get to say that we like things. Um, but the criteria in being able to nominate a game is that you have to have had hands on with it. Mm. So Luke went up to the guys after the presentation and said, Oh, if I could vote for this in those awards, I would definitely do it. But like, sorry, we can't. Here's like a best of E3 from Survivor, which is just as good, really. Um, and the developer's like, oh, why can't you nominate us? And Luke's like, oh, we need to have hands on. And he's like, oh, well, give me like five minutes. We'll, we'll just like get you a controller and you can play for a second. And he's like, well, it has to be five minutes. He's like, no, yeah, we can do that. Don't worry. And Luke's like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly. No, that doesn't seem proper and fair. I'm like, what are you doing? You should have done it. Yeah, that's weird. So Luke could have been the only guy who had hands-on time with Cyberpunk 2077. Well, surely they would have known that and tried to get other sites who were voting. Yeah. Do it. Well, no one did, so. That's interesting. Missed opportunity. <laughs> I think it will definitely It'll be playable this, this year then. Well, but every time I saw The Witcher, it was always that same kind of, they have so many people wanting to see it that they just do, and they have like, they don't have a booth space or anything where, with like station set up. They just have a like room. one room. So yeah, you come in and it's like a guided experience just because logistically that's how they do it. Mm. Anyway. It was cool. You'll like it. Make sure you get in to see it. I will. After. I'll, uh, I'll CC you the cyberpunk PR guy that I talk with. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, uh, that's our publisher list exhausted. I've just got other written down for other. the ones I've forgotten. <laughs> What's other mean? Um, uh, well, I don't think Sega's going to have anything. Crazy Taxi 5 or something. Sonic I don't think so. Racing Transform. When uh, does that come out? That comes out soon. I don't know. Oh yeah, I forgot. Actually, really that Sonic, actually is coming out. Sonic All Star Team Racing. We were just talking before how there's no kart racer on Xbox or PlayStation yet, and why are we getting two together? We're getting a million of them. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we'll see an Xbox. The actual unification of this like weird Nintendo Xbox relationship and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe will be on Xbox One. Uh, well, that definitely won't happen. This, the same day as at the announcement, we'll find out and we'll be able to <laughs> download it. It'll be brilliant. This is a one-way relationship. Definitely. Xbox give and Nintendo's happy to take, but they're not giving anything back. I think we might actually see something like that. At, uh, other, let's just talk about Microsoft again. I think we will see something more, what do they call it at GDC? Like Game Kit or whatever it was, which kind of oh, yeah. was like this weird collection of tools that let you put on things like Xbox Live and achievements and like Azure cloud computing in the background. Um, it would be cool to see either... Miyamoto pop up in Xbox or Phil Spencer pop up in the Nintendo Direct. That would be cool. You and know, I would just be all for playing it. games on Switch on the go if I could get achievements as well. Like, hell yes. Maybe with xCloud they will let you stream. Yeah. Switch could be your device. There you go. Then you wouldn't buy the game on Switch, so Nintendo wouldn't like that. That's right. But I maybe I could be coerced into buying one of four Zelda games on the Switch while it's in my hands. That's true. We'll see. Uh, do we have any other others? I don't think 
So no, I mean, there's a real big list of people who attend E3, but there's there's no one really of note. There's you know your deep silver types, but I don't know what they'd release. Neither. Conan Exiles Two. That's already been announced. It's coming out, but that's not what it's called. Conan something conquered. That's not even deep silver. Mm. I don't know. THQ is weird. I don't really like THQ. THQ that, that Nordic eight chan thing that they did the other week is just stupid. Like, what are you doing? But anyway. Let's just do an EMA on a child porn website. That's a good business decision. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Konami will be there. I think they'll Dumb probably just cares. have Pez and something. Yeah, some Konami. garbage. You're the worst. Um, sorry, Konami, if you're listening. <laughs> they totally are. Uh, I don't know. It's E3s are good and bad. I think like I want something to blow me out of the water, but I don't even know what that would be necessarily. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm kind of disappointed. Well, when you take out PlayStation, that's a big hole. So I think it's going to be a much quieter overall. Yeah. But if Xbox do announce the next-gen console, that's that's the best thing that's happened to any of the E3s I've been to. It yeah, was most it really exciting was. when the new consoles were announced. Even when Wii U was announced, and we were kind of like, what is this thing? It was still exciting. So I think it was Nintendo's last press conference, actually. Maybe I that's why it was their last. I did the Xbox 360 Slim. Like, Ooh, ooh look at that sexy that's little number. You're sitting in the crowd and you're thinking, I hope they're going to have one yeah. for everyone here today. It's under the seat, isn't it? It's under the seat. I'm pretty it's sure they did that the um, like the year or two before we went. <laughs> for like 2010 or something, they had that. Everyone here today gets an Xbox. Yeah. Um, I've never received a free thing at E3 like that. There's no. nothing under my seat. That's it. You've had several free Xboxes, so it's not that's a big yeah, deal. I'm not complaining. Right. And I also got a Cyberpunk 2077 cool collector's edition thingy for being at Cyberpunk last year, so... Yeah. Take that, people. I don't think I've ever got anything cool from E3. I got a collected wall Skylander, E3 only, and I gave it away to someone because I oh, didn't yeah. care for that. I did that with, um, I got Disney Infinity special things, and that's when I went back to Saskatoon to visit my family right after, and my nephew went through my luggage, and he's like, ooh, this is, this is a present for me, right? I'm like, yes, of course it is. <laughs> I definitely planned ahead. Enjoy this. Which I'm not really sad about, not having a Disney Infinity collectible, but whatever. All right. There you go. Well, that's pretty much our predictions for E3. And then, guess... Well, you can probably see the screen, but guess how long that took to record. 40 minutes, 42 minutes. 42 minutes. Like, we're like a well-oiled machine at this 45-minute mark thing. Yeah, that's always what we're doing. You even need to prepare. We just do it now. That's it. Cool. Um, So we'll put this up before E3, obviously. If I can be bothered, I'll try to get, like, a scorecard going and see if we can... We didn't really predict anything amazing. We just said what we think we're going to see. But whatever. I'll see how we did. If I can be bothered. E3's in June. Ben's going. I'll be chained to my desk doing news. So riveting. Great. That's it. Go to Survivor. Follow us on Twitter. Talk to us on social medias. That's it. Have a good day. End.